Hello, hello. This is Mr. Max here with another wonderful podcast of encouragement to the Max or encourager of the Max, whatever you'd like to call me. But I'd like to say that it is going to be another wonderful time through encouragement for the next few minutes here. I am broadcasting live from my studios here in Woodland, California. And today I will be reading from my utmost or highest for the day of March 24th. The title for this is Decreasing Into His Purpose. And today the passage comes from John 3.30, which says, He must increase, but I must decrease. It says, If you become a necessity to your soul, you are out of God's order. As a worker, your great responsibility is to be a friend of the bridegroom. When once you see a soul in the sight of the claims of Jesus Christ, you know that your influence has become in the right direction. And instead of putting out a hand to prevent the throes, pray that they grow ten times stronger till there is no power on earth or in hell that can hold that soul away from Jesus Christ. Over and over again, we become amateur providences. We come in and prevent God and say, This and that must not be. Instead of proving friends of the bridegroom, we put our sympathy in the way. And the soul will one day say, That was, was a thief. He stole my affections from Jesus, and I lost my vision of him. Beware of rejoicing with a soul in the wrong thing, but see that you do rejoice in the right thing, the friend of the bridegroom. Rejoiceth greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. This may be the joy, therefore, is fulfilled. He must increase, but I must decrease. This is spoken with joy and not with sadness. At last they are to see the bridegroom. And John says this in his joy. It is the absolute ephesmate of the worker. He is never thought of again. Watch for all you are worth until you hear the bridegroom's voice in the life of another. Never mind what havoc it brings, what upsets, what crumblings it health. Rejoice with divine hilarity when once his voice is heard. You may often see Jesus Christ wreck a life before he saves it. Now, I'd like to say today, I was discussing earlier a little bit about the Holy Spirit. Now, I really don't know if everyone on us listening here understands what the Holy Spirit is, but I know I grew up in a church where the Holy Spirit was not talked about as much as other places. So what I didn't understand was exactly what it meant to be a, a, have a spirit-filled life. Now you may be wondering, well, what does it have to do with this thing about he must increase, but I must decrease? Well, understanding this, I would like to say that the... The idea behind this is in, that we can have our joy stolen from us as Christians. But take heart. You understand that we can have the Holy Spirit with us to fill us. He's promised us to have our spirit-filled life. 
And just like it says, we're here, beware of rejoicing with a soul in the wrong thing, but see that you do rejoice in the right thing. A friend of the bridegroom rejoiceth greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. This is my joy, therefore is fulfilled. He must increase, but I must decrease. Now, it, like it says, it is made with joy. Friend, are you filled with joy today? Are you filled with joy by allowing Christ to increase, but you decreasing? I know that might be hard for some people, but just take heart. Because when we listen to allow the Holy Spirit to guide us, every day seems like a different day, for me at least. And I know it might for you as well. But it says, if you become a necessity to a soul, you are out of God's order. And it's our responsibility, as it claims here, that we need to understand that we must decrease and allow God to increase our lives. Perhaps at the end, we might say that he was a thief. He stole my affections from Jesus, and I lost my vision of him. But be encouraged today. Be encouraged that you cannot completely lose the vision of him, but our enemy is a thief and would love to take it away from us. Well, that being said, I'm going to go back to the idea of being having a spirit-filled life. A spirit-filled life. Um, earlier, again, I was mentioning that we can have this spirit-filled life where we can have love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, faithfulness, goodness. Where a life of Christ centered, empowered by the Holy Spirit, introduces others to Christ, has effective prayer life, understands God's word, trusts God, and obeys God. Understand that is the life of having someone under the Holy Spirit. And it says the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Galatians 5, 22, and 23. Now, understanding again in the book of John as well, it also says here in John 10, 10, Jesus said, I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. So the abundant life, we can't lose heart of that. Because if we allow ourselves to decrease and allow God to increase in our lives, that will make us feeling, in a sense, better. we got to watch out for our feelings a little bit. But we also need to understand that we can experience this fruitful life that he has promised if we allow him to fulfill fill our lives in the power of the Holy Spirit to live the Christian life here. Now, perhaps you've been feeling that you've had a legalistic attitude Impure thoughts, jealousy, guilt, worry, discouragement, critical spirit, frustration, aimlessness, fear, ignorance of the spiritual heritage, unbelief, disobedience, loss of love for God and for others, and poor prayer life, perhaps no desire for Bible study. But know that that is because you're being stole from the joy of having life as a Christian and someone who can have the joy of the Lord.
in you. Understand that the individual who professes to be a Christian but who continues to practice sin should realize that he may not be a Christian at all. So understand that you may be get stolen the joy of everything. But the good news, my friend, is continually that Jesus promised the abundant and fruitful life as a result of being filled, which is directed and empowered by the Holy Spirit. So understand again that the Holy Spirit came to glorify Christ. When one is filled with the Holy Spirit, he is a true disciple of Christ. In John 16, 1-15, it also says the Holy Spirit is a source of the overflowing life, this joy, this thing that when we decrease and he allows the Spirit to increase, we can have this overflowing life abundantly. Now, he also allowed us to be filled with the Holy Spirit. So, be filled. We have to do a few things to do this, to understand that we can be in this life and have it where he can increase, but may I, I decrease. Just as uh, Oswald Chambers was mentioning, as I read earlier, that the friend of the bridegroom rejoiceth greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. This was my joy, therefore, is fulfilled. My joy is fulfilled in the Holy Spirit in his life as he promised. But we must confess our sins by faith and thank God that he has forgiven all of your sins, past, present, and future, because Christ died for you. From Colossians 2, 13 through 15, 1 John 1, 2, 1 through 3, and Hebrews 10, 1 through 17. We must also present every area of your life to God. And by faith, Claim the fullness of the Holy Spirit according to his command. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. And his promise that he will always answer when we pray according to his will. He will give us the confidence, this joy that is speaking of, of Oswald's chambers, where he says, I must increase and he must increase. This is the confidence we have in approaching God. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us, and we know that he hears us. Whatever we ask, and we know that we have what we asked of him, which is 1 John 5, 14 and 15. Now we know that faith can be expressed through prayer. I love this little prayer here at the end. I hope this will be encouraging to you as well. Know that this prayer here, we can pray and understand and know how to fill your life with the Holy Spirit and have this joy and understanding that when we increase, but I must decrease from John 3.30. Beware, understand that if you understand this, he must increase, but I must decrease. It's spoken with joy, as I said, not with sadness. And he says it with joy. It's, it is the absolute offensive of the worker he has never thought of again. And watch for all you are worth until you hear the bridegroom's voice in the life of another. And it says, never mind what havoc it brings, what upsets, what crumblings of health. Rejoice with divine hilarity. And once his voice is heard, and again it says, you may often see Jesus Christ wreck a life before he saves it. But perhaps this prayer here, you might understand where, and dear to your heart again. 
where it says, We are filled with the Holy Spirit by faith alone. However, true prayer is one way of expressing our faith. Now, here's a suggested prayer coming from the Campus Crusade for Christ booklet called Wonder- Have You Made the Wonderful Discovery of the Spirit-Filled Life? And it says, Dear Father, I need you. I acknowledge that I have sinned against you by directing my own life. I thank you that you have forgiven my sins through Christ's death on the cross for me. I now invite Christ to again take his place on the throne of my life. Fill me with the Holy Spirit as you commanded me to be filled, and as you promised in your word that you would do if I asked in faith. I pray this in the name of Jesus as an expression of my faith. I now thank you for directing my life and filling me with the Holy Spirit. Now, just know that that is the joy that this is speaking of. And know that everything this week you may be going through, tomorrow, whatever it is this week, please understand that he must increase, but I must decrease from John 3.30. And just continue to know and be aware of these things. Because your life will demonstrate more and more of the Holy Spirit and will be more conformed to the image of Christ. Your life and study of God's Word will become more meaningful. You will experience power in witnessing. And you will be prepared for spiritual conflict against the world, against the flesh, and against Satan. And you will experience His power to resist temptation and sin. Wow. Wow. What else can this be? How can that feel in your life today be encouraged understand that we continue to be decreased so that god can increase in your life so friends listeners if you don't know jesus how can you even have that joy but if you are understanding that please listen have that joy this week because he has given it to us and promised it to us I just want to pray a prayer quickly for you before I head out into this next phase this week. But before I do, understand there is another concept I'll talk about in the future about spiritual breathing. Just know breathing in and out. Think about that. How we can breathe in and breathe out. And we don't think about it much. Just think about that. Anyway, let me just leave you with a prayer here. Our dear Father in heaven, we thank you for this time we've given it today. Thank you that you allow your Holy Spirit to be upon us and guide and direct us because your Son, Jesus Christ, paid it all and you gave your only Son, God, Jesus, to guide us and leave us your Holy Spirit until the work on earth is done. So help us to understand that he must increase, but I must decrease. So by the power of your Holy Spirit, may you guide and direct us. And thank you, O Father, for all that you do and all that you do glorify. And it is in the wonderful name of Jesus that we pray these things. Amen.